It's great to have you with us from wherever you're tuning in from. For more information about Elevate Church or to contact us, head to our website elevatechurch.me and take us wherever you go by downloading our Elevate Church AU app. We hope this message inspires and helps you to take your next steps in your journey. Well, hey, good to see you all. Merry Christmas from all the team here at Elevate. How many have done all their Christmas shopping? Chance to flex? All right, good, well played. How many are planning a quick fly by a IGA on the way out tomorrow? You know, like, uh, hey, I got you something. Oh, Maltesers, how thoughtful. How many have ordered something online for a gift for somebody and it hasn't arrived yet? Hello, all right. Well, I saw this meme, maybe a bit late, but I saw this during the week. This is for you. I don't need need, know who needs to hear this, but stop trying to track that package. It's in God's hands now. The phrase you're gonna have to rehearse is Happy New Year, okay? When you give that gift away, uh, but I, I couldn't even tell you which year. Has anyone ever tried to, or you know, undertaken the the to learn a new language? You know, maybe you're planning to travel somewhere, or maybe you're planning to move somewhere else, different language. Maybe you know, like you might go to a classroom situation these days. You've obviously got online options. Maybe even Duolingo and other such apps if you want to sort of, well, if you're just cheap. Um, so. But here's the problem with those more structured ways of learning languages is they teach you the formal version of the language. And then you go to the country that speaks that language. Maybe you're migrating, maybe you're just on holidays, I don't know. And the two most challenging things to get your head around when you go to another country is humour and idioms, okay? And those of you that have done this, you've migrated or you've traveled regularly, whatever, you'll know this. Now, okay, we're all here in what we like to call Australia. And uh, so, so put your, uh, just like, let's just go on an imaginary adventure here. Although some of you have moved here and this will be painstakingly real for you. You've come into Australia, maybe this, within the first month, and you've gone and you've asked somebody a question. And to you, it's like a, a sensible question. But to them, it's like, a, just like the question doesn't make sense. And they say to you, mate, are you fair dinkum? And you say to yourself, what? Uh, so you get a little bit frustrated and you ask the question again, but you know, the tone's starting to escalate. And old mate says to you, hey, listen, calm down, pal. No need to spit the dummy. And you're like, I swear the plane ticket said I was going to Australia. <clears throat> and so again, you're just getting wound up, wound up, wound up. And now you, you stop talking about the question that you're asking and you start dunking on the person. And they say to you, listen, mate, no need to have a whinge. Maybe you should just pull your head in. It doesn't translate. I had this uh, reminder this week. So our brother-in-law, he was born and raised in Turkey, moved here a number of years ago, learned English sort of like on the fly. And uh, again, humour and 
idioms are the most challenging things to get your head around. Now, his name is Ilker. Yes, I know. It's not a name that you've probably even heard before outside of Turkey, Ilker. He runs a home renovation painting business. So he's out in the wild meeting a lot of prospective clients, doing quotes, talking with other trades and so on and so forth. He used to, when he met them, introduce himself as Ilker. Hello, I'm Ilker. And just would universally, eyes would glaze over. And so a couple of years ago, we said, maybe try this. Maybe say, my name is Ilka. It's like Milka without the M. He phoned me this, year, this week, two years in, to once again thank me for, for dramatically downplaying the stress and frustration in his life because every person he meets for the first time, he says to them, my name is Ilka. It's like Milka, but without the M. That's it. They're like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. Milka without the M. Yeah, okay. Hi, Ilka. Nice to meet you. So I said to him, you're welcome. It's the gift that keeps on giving. And his eyes glazed over. Because what does that mean? In this setting, and as we focus on Christmas, I would like to put it to us that Christmas, or more specifically, God sending His Son Jesus into the world is the gift that keeps on giving. That we're not merely to gather together once a year or whatever it looks like for you and your family and friends and simply reflect on what happened 2,000 years ago, but also to maybe just open our hearts and think, well, what does that mean for me today? And, and I would put it to us that there are some great and vital and life-changing takeaways that are just as relevant today as they were 2,000 years ago. Now, I'm going to read a slice from one of the four of Jesus' biographers. If you've got your smartphone and you want to kind of highlight this, you can scan this flow code. It's going to take you to Luke chapter 2. Now, Luke is the author of this, okay? He's one of the four accounts or four biographers of Jesus' life. And I'm going to take us into the early part of this, but just a friendly nudge to those of you that are familiar with the story. Uh, it is true that familiarity can breed contempt. And we go, oh yeah, yeah, Jesus, yeah, born, yep, yep, shepherds, yep, yep, people, wise men, gifts, uh, Mary. Uh, okay, great. Um, but just invite you to just open your heart because we can know a story in our head and yet still not necessarily allow it to impact our hearts. And yet that's where the actual transformation takes place. So it's a little invite for us tonight. Jesus has just been born. And uh, by the way, Luke, this was, he wasn't there. He actually interviewed eyewitnesses and his account is a collection of eyewitness accounts. Um, Jesus had just been born and Luke chose to introduce us to some nameless shepherds that just happened to be nearby, okay? And said of them that suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared among them and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them, kind of what angels do. The shepherds were terrified, but the angel reassured them, don't be afraid, he said, I bring you good news that will bring great joy 
to all people. The Saviour, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. Now, Milka, without an M, his son, our nephew, he's eight years old now, but in his growing up period, he had Blanky. Anyone, can anyone, any parents? He had Blanky. And uh, look, he didn't need Blanky at home because home was safe, home was familiar, home was secure. But whoever was taking him out, dropping him to school, taking him out in the wild, whatever and wherever it was, you better not just have a baby on board sticker in the window. You better have a Blanky on board sticker in the window because if you didn't, a meltdown was imminent. Okay, and he would take that. Now, you guys know this. It's called a security blanket. He didn't know that. It's just a blanket. Give it to me. I feel better about life. I feel safer. Sure. Okay. Here's a blanket. Gross. Uh, there's a lot of Christmas themed movies been made over the years. You've probably noticed. Uh, one of them, like a perennial classic, is a Charlie Brown Christmas. Uh, first made in 1965. Yes, they had electricity back then. Uh, well, here's a short slice from that. So, in case you missed it, Linus dropped his blanket. Now, for those of you that weren't around in the late 1900s, let me catch you up. Linus never drops his blanket. It's his security blanket. What's incredible about the depiction of that is he recited the same slice of Luke's eyewitness accounts that we just read. And Linus drops his security blanket at the exact moment that he quotes the angels as saying, do not be afraid. And this isn't a coincidence. The creators were making a point. It's subtle. And some of you are like, oh, I need to go and check mark on that one. Fine. It's called YouTube. You're welcome. But I can tell you it happened. And it happened at the moment that he said, the angels quoting the angels, don't be afraid. And look, we're nearing the end of 2022 and there is still a lot of things in our world to be afraid about, to be a little fearful of, to be a little concerned about. Rising interest rates, rising rental prices, rising cost of living, uh, Vladimir Putin having access to nuclear weapons, the covid I know, what a downer. This has been our week. Let me catch you up. So beginning of the week, Louise's mum got diagnosed with the COVID. 70-year-old, pretty good health. So, you know, we're like, okay, that sucks, but fair enough. You know, it, it was gonna happen eventually. She then passed it on to her mum, Louise's 96-year-old nonna, now we're a bit like, okay, 
let's go to DEFCON 3. Let's dial in, put a little bit more concern now. So Louise's mum and Louise's nonna, they decided that they would quarantine together at the nonna's house. No one goes in, no one comes out. We slide pizza under the door, Giuseppe. Neapolitan pizza, because the crust is thin, slides in the beautiful. <laughs> Included the tray. <clears throat> and the main reason they quarantined at the nonna's house is because Louis' dad, 78-year-old dad, he's just been discharged from hospital during the week because he just had one of his hips replaced. And he's convalescing and got all sorts of things going on under the hood. So they didn't want, and he's never had the COVID, so they didn't want him to catch the COVID. So, he, so he's at home alone with Milka's son, uh, without the M, uh, and, and a security blanket. Um, and tomorrow, we were all, extended family, going to be going to the, to the auntie's house uh, for Christmas lunch. But the aunties caught the COVID. <laughs> Normally, by the way, year on year, the auntie cooks a pav. It's a pavlova, pav. Uh, and Louie cooks a pav and they have a pav off. But the auntie wasn't cooking anything apart from like bacteria and stuff. <laughs> Not only that, the auntie's house is a two-story house and the living area is upstairs. So Louis' dad, who's just come back with a new hip, the only way he was going to be able to get some lunch is if we threw it over the balcony or, if, or we airlifted him in to the upper story of the house. So look, please, friends, keep your phone on in the morning. We might be texting you, inviting ourselves to your house for lunch because this is... But the reality is that a lot of people grab onto a figurative security blanket, whatever that might be, only to discover that it typically overpromises and underdelivers, that it's not enduring. And Jesus was declared by the angels to some rando shepherds as a reason to not be afraid. And, and, and we can take our security from Him who doesn't overpromise and underdeliver, who doesn't change, who doesn't shift the goalposts, who doesn't expect your performance in order to earn His love and acceptance. And that's a gift that's available to us. And then the other thing I want to double click on that the angels said to the shepherds, they used a word that we've kind of made kind of universally associated with Christmas. We've already sung about it tonight, the word joy. I bring you good news. They said, don't be afraid. Like, well, give us a reason not to be afraid. Well, I bring you good news. Oh, okay, fellas, that's a relief. Uh, that will bring great joy 
to all people, not to tall people, to all people, not just to people with university degrees, not just for people with large houses, fancy cars, big bank accounts, not for people who were born into this certain demographic or this certain demographic, not just people from this culture, but not that culture, not people, just people who were raised in perfect uh, homes and families with no trouble and dysfunction. Yeah, I know, it's a fairy tale. Uh, there's a gift that's been delivered in the form of a baby. And he, he, his promise is to bring joy to all people. That's the gift that's on the table. Now, I know when it comes to Christmas, joy is not everyone's experience. Uh, some of you are looking forward to Christmas and some of you are looking forward to Boxing Day because it's a sign that you survived it again. But look, we, we, we have this joy kind of theme going on. Christmas music, Christmas decorations, Christmas food, Christmas presents, uh, Christmas lights. Although, just quick PSA, uh, some of you, your joy might be extinguished if you went all in on the lights. Uh, when your electricity bill arrives in January and you discover it's more than your mortgage payment. But look, now I don't say this to be a Grinch. But those things, brilliant, great. Music, gifts, presents, decorations, lights. The, the, the joy that they bring, this is, the, this is the qualifier. It sounds a bit grinchy, I know. Uh, the joy is not lasting. And, and, and so it's great and, and jump in, jump in the deep end, go big on the joy this Christmas, every Christmas. But understand it's ephemeral. It's like a Snapchat message. It's, it's, it's real and then it's not. It's there, but then it disappears. And, and that's kind of the problem of looking to temporary things to give us sustained joy is by definition, this joy is gonna be temporary. Too many people make the mistake of, of this kind of thinking of, well, I'll be happy when, and then fill in the blank. I'll be happy when I get the new house, the new car, the new job. I'll be happy when I get out of debt. I'll be happy when I get into the college of my dreams. I'll be happy when I get married. I'll be happy when I have kids. I'll be happy when the kids move out. I'll be, and, and the, the, the problem is every time we reach the line that we sort of thought that that was gonna be the, the line that delivered, the line has shifted. And we're like, who moved the line? The, the line that is available to us again, was sent in an unlikely form, that of a baby. And that line won't shift. In fact, the question simply becomes whether we will approach that line. It was there 2,000 years ago. It was unoffered to the shepherds. And that line, that baby, that God in human form is available, I say, but we need to step up to it and ultimately over that line. Because like any gift, it's useless if it just stays wrapped under a tree from 
one year to the next. It, 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 the joy comes in the accepting of the gift. The joy comes in the unwrapping of the gift. The joy comes in the actual using the gift for what the Creator had in mind for the gift. And so I just want to finish my little slice tonight um, just by praying for those of you who maybe tonight you want to step up to that line. I'm not going to get you to stand up, put your hand up, do a lap, nothing. Just stay seated, you and God. But I'll pray just trusting that there's somebody or, or somebody's tonight that you know what, that this, I, I can actually, yeah, this is my year to take that step up to the line. Um, so let me pray real quickly. God, I thank you that we have the opportunity to come together and just take a, a short dive into a slice of history that we believe is more than just an historical moment, but ultimately a supernatural moment, ultimately you sending your son as bonkers as that is and as much as we can't even wrap our heads around that. But that promise of a saviour, that promise of somebody who's going to be able to offer us the gift of security in our lives and in each and every situation and circumstance of our lives and joy even in the midst of challenging circumstances. So I thank you for people who are stepping up and even over that line tonight in Jesus' name. We really hope you got a lot out of this message. If you live in the Perth area, we'd love for you to join one of our live experiences. For times and directions, as well as information, head to our website, elevatechurch.me. For those of you beyond the Perth area, we'd love for you to connect with our online experience, which premieres every Sunday via YouTube and Facebook Live and on demand immediately after. And to partner with us to reach more people by giving financially, head to our website, elevatechurch.me and also download our Elevate Church AU app.